Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by two fabulous ladies. First, we have Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer, and I'm also joined by Kate Cook, our very enthusiastic unpaid co-host. Okay, guys, we are back. Another episode of Louisiana Ladies, and we still are recording with our fabulous equipment that Lainey just set up. Y'all, this is crazy. (laughs) We sound so good. (laughs) I listened to the playback last week, and I was like, this sounds like a legitimate podcast. I I can take 0.0% credit for any of this, but it sounds fabulous. Um, So before we start, though, Lainey and I do want to give a big shout out to Catherine on our team. She is our IT administrator. She's Lainey, actually you, the best. She would you like to tell the I'll, I'll tell the abridged version. What happened? I don't know if we need to deep dive into the the drama that is my life, but I was editing the podcast on Friday as I always do, and. Um, you know, in true technology fashion, my editing software just decided to crash and I lost several hours of work. I was ready to go home. It was Friday afternoon and I was just kind of having an internal panic. And I walked up to Catherine and I was like, can you please help me? Like, this isn't even really your job. This is something that is not even affiliated with the work that we do at Falkenwinkler. And she worked on my computer for about an hour, but she recovered all of it magically. Like I was kind of losing hope, not in her, but just in technology. And when it popped up, we both just like gasped and it was so exciting. Okay. And I might've screamed and it was just the best day. But did you cry? Whenever you found out that it crashed, because I would have cried. Of course I did. Okay. All right. All right. That's Lainey getting real. I, I walked into her desk and I just went, oh my gosh, it's gone. And I started crying. I was like, I promise I'm okay, but I just really need your help. Yeah. Yeah. So recovered and uh, Lainey was a trooper. I will tell the audience, the listeners that Lainey texted me or maybe you messaged me and you were like, it was like 3.30 on Friday and she was like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it later on. I'm like, no, you're not. It is Friday afternoon. It is fine. I don't need to listen to it beforehand. I trust you. I was prioritizing my workout class. Yes. I I was trying to get there. And I was, and I'm a fan of that. So anyway, so those are our shout outs for the week. So we do have a guest and it is Dr. Lauren Luke with Lauren Luke Physical Therapy, who has been very patient while we've been setting up this equipment. Hey, Lauren. Hello. We also have to note that Lauren brought us goodies. Yes, she did. Look at this. We love when a guest brings goodies. How exciting. Yes. Yes. So, Kate, are you pumpkin spice? I am very basic and I love pumpkin spice. Uh, Yes. yes. Okay. It's pumpkin spice season. It absolutely is. Of course. Yay, I'm excited. Yeah, that's that's hot. Like, are we going to be friends? Do you like pumpkin spice? Oh, okay, are you not good. a pumpkin spice person? Yes. It, yeah. it, that is a kind of a polarizing discussion, it I feel is. like. You know, like, I'm like, how do you not like pumpkin oh. spice? It yeah. is fall. You I don't know? know that I've met anybody that doesn't. 
But maybe really? I just keep my inner circle. I, I certainly I keep, I keep it right and tight. There, yeah. is someone, there is someone at my dermatologist's office that does not, because, you know, I've been there like 20 times in the past month, that does not like pumpkin spice. And that was like a debate the other day. Oh, there is somebody in my personal life who does not like pumpkin spice. And it's oh, no. I'm pretty sure dramatic. Patrick yeah. Torito doesn't like it. I actually don't Patrick. think I've ever met a male who likes pumpkin spice. Yeah, I was oh, no, I got turned it. off by it. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, so maybe what it's just is- a thing. <laughs> no, because I got a shout out my man Charlie Daigle that I coach cross country with and he's just as much of a basic bee as I am and he and I revel in pumpkin spice season together every year so Charlie Daigle a man with a Y chromosome that likes the PSL okay Okay, that sounded so hip Kate I know right I I try really hard my TikTok feed is full of young people telling elder millennials like myself how to talk (laughs) <laughs> like whenever we said something one day and Kate was like IRL and I'm like IRL like I Wait. feel like that's like has something to do with like a website and she, she was like um in real life I'm like oh <laughs> can't you just say in real life it's literally the same amount of syllables as IRL yeah, but it's like more fun to speak in acronyms I mean, and you sound cool yes right yeah, which is what we're trying yeah. to do I don't and think yes. I got to tell you this but yesterday we had all of the business report events we had the Best places to work breakfast. Because Falcon Winkler is one of the best places to work. And we were oh, in the top 10 in our category. Yes. And we were top 15 overall. 15 overall. Yes. And the top accounting firm. Yes. But um, I went to the SHRM meeting in between. And it was a great speaker talking about like mindfulness and stuff. But the whole time she was like, we must redirect how we think with the Gen Zs. Like she kept talking about the Gen is Zs. How they're not in this room. And I'm like. Hello. <laughs> I'm right here. That's you. Yes. Yeah, the voice of the youth. Maybe. That's what I call you. But I'm you refer to yourself as an elder millennial. I'm definitely an elder Gen Z. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I'm, a, I'm like on the cusp I'm a cusper. Of being a millennial. I'm a yeah, cusper. you're a cusper. I know. Whatever. All right. Let's not talk about this. Let's talk I know about, about Lauren. Lauren. Did y'all know that Lauren and I are friends? We just figured that out. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, did you know that <laughs> she was on Cook the podcast? Not coming? Yeah. I know. I did. I saw it come through on my email. And I thought I had okay. mentioned it before, but I'm like, maybe we can. I can tell them live on the pod yeah, that yeah. plot twist, Kate and Lauren well, are friends. She goes, I love me some Kate Cook. And I'm like, oh, you like me? Like, <laughs> oh, are you crush. a fan? <laughs> like, no. Girl crush. Aww. We do. We love each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Her little girl, Molly, is in Hartley's grade, and they're softball teammates and I mean I just love me some Molly Luke that girl is so competitive so athletic Very she's a cross-country girl you know I mean. she is a daddy's girl she's got all <laughs> of daddy's genes she wants to be a triathlete you know just like her dad she is a triathlete yeah, I've seen she, her run that is. rocket kids she's legit I mean she is legit she is. shout yes. out to Molly Luke <laughs> future right. Louisiana lady <laughs> I mean we're gonna be good that's what we're, I'm gonna be we're gonna have three retirement. generations of your family I know, Gosh, I know. Oh, wait did y'all already comes. talk about your mom, mom. Yeah, yeah she was like, I was like oh you should get my mom on here I've she been I've been saying we've that. been mentioning that yes yeah. Yeah. I want to have her on so, so much badly. fun like, did you already I'm talk so about who her mom is do the listeners know that I just creeped in I was about late. to I was about to say we might need to make it known that Kate okay. came in after we had started so we didn't get the little pre-record catch-up with her no yes we that's were, why we were that's rolling. why I was noticeably silent because I was until, not we, here. until we get a cooler location to record we are still in the firm's 
conference room, which is booked in about 40 minutes. Okay, so we gotta, like, yes. Skedaddle. Yes. And then, you know, I it all depends on when my sub for the last 15 minutes of my last class comes in and just jet here as quickly as I, I can. really, I applaud so you I because that. you did come in very calmly. I did. I feel like you may have t- might have taken some deep breaths. I, I just, I, I opened the door and I could feel it that okay. I needed to, like, okay. be my best self. <laughs> But yeah, we tell, well, we're going to talk about you, but also we need to say who your mom is so people know because we keep talking about your mom because she's a real celebrity. Uh, Oh my gosh. Trailblazer, amazing woman. Um, Yeah, my mom is Jennifer Richardson and she started Keep Tiger Town Beautiful. And yeah, I mean, she's just trying to clean up the city. Doing an incredible job. She's super passionate about it. We've heard her talk. uh, talk about the trash situation for years, and we're just so happy that she decided to take action. Yes, <laughs> and that you know, three thousand other um, passionate Amazing. people, uh, litter litter warriors, yeah, are, are with her and they helping have 3, because it's looking people. really great. 3,000. Because they're making Isn't that amazing? They really yeah, they are. are. And their efforts are noticeable. I just yeah. didn't realize um, it was that many people. My husband yeah. is impressed, and my husband, it's hard to impress him. Oh, that's like, awesome. This lady's doing some, she's doing some oh, stuff yeah. for our yeah. city. He's yeah. very passionate about that I'm type so of stuff. I'm so proud of so. her. Yeah, she's, she's yes. the best. Yes. She's, she's definitely on my list We will. We will talk yeah. to her. Yes. And she come tell her story. Yeah. So we want to talk. Yeah. And so I told Lauren, <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm so glad that I can pronounce your name. Yes. <laughs> Lauren Lee. Easy breezy. Easy breezy. <laughs> it's like, it kind of rolls off your tongue. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about, are you from Baton Rouge? Lauren? Yeah. I'm from Baton Rouge. Another true Louisiana Le- Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Baton Rouge. Yeah. Sweet Baton yeah. Rouge. Okay. I've been here. So kind of similar to Mal. So Mallory Giglio. That yeah. was, um, that was they on know the podcast. Other. Oh, I love oh, yeah. that. Us public health PTs, like we're all friends. Yeah. We're super supportive of each other. Love that. Um, geeky, geeky, geeky about, you know bowel, bladder, and sexual dysfunction. Um, (laughs) So you don't need to. So when we're together, we're like, let's talk shit. Let's talk about (laughs) all the 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 stuff people are so taboo. And we love it. Like we geek out on it. So yes. um, Yeah. So yeah. I geek out on my stuff too. And I just think that means that you are, you're passionate about it and like you want to help people. Absolutely. Like, because Mallory has really been working on me and I feel very bad that I am, I am a slow, (laughs) she's like, did you do your exercises? I'm like, "Mm -hmm." wait, you haven't (laughs) been doing your homework? Uh, Missy. That's like surprises <laughs> me. You're normally a star um, Lauren, student. back to you. <laughs> yeah. Back to our regularly scheduled yeah. programming. Yeah. Okay. So, so similar to Mal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Born and raised here. Went to LSU. Um, I know she left and went to Mobile. I went to Jacksonville, Florida um, to get my doctorate degree in physical therapy. And very similar. You're going to hear this from a lot of pelvic health physical therapists. Um, I didn't ever think this was on my radar. Mm. Um, it wasn't until I had my firstborn Molly, sweet Molly, um, uh, that I was like, whoa, like what the heck is going on with my lady parts? <laughs> and I the didn't really get any you. answers. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just mm-hmm. didn't get any lot of answers from my gynecologist. I even had to go to a gastroenterologist. I had like, just, I'm being very vulnerable here. <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I had to do a lot of research myself. Luckily, I had a good friend um, in Florida that was in pelvic health. And she was like, "Ooh, sister, you need you need some help. And there's help for you. 
So make a long story short, got the help that I needed. And I think I was telling everybody on the planet, anybody that would listen to me, like, you need to get pelvic health. You need to get pelvic health um, after having a baby, um, even before having a baby. Like, who knew that you could prep for birth? And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a disaster um, postpartum. Um, and so... Yeah, before you knew it, I was like, here I am taking the classes um, and doing the coursework to become a pelvic health physical therapist. Because like Mal, I was in orthopedics. Okay. okay. Treating knees and shoulders. Yeah. And rewarding. And it was fun. Um, But nothing has been um, just, this is just my passion. And this is so rewarding to help women. I'll probably get teary eyed. I'll try not to cry um, about it. But yeah. It's been, it's been amazing. Okay. So that's what I want to talk about because, um, you, you brought up something on your questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to, let me, let me digress. Cause I really liked what Lauren wrote. Okay. So, you know, so she said, you know, specific to birth prep and restoration. I want to talk mm-hmm. about that. I want to dig a little bit deeper into that. So might not be a, an episode for the guys, but still could be educational for everyone. <laughs> no, Hello. They no, need guys, to support their women. Yeah, women. yeah there you go. We'll take yes. this back because yes. this is what I liked what Lauren said. I'm like, yes, she's like, <laughs> there's a lack of village postpartum, the lack of village postpartum and the problems that arise from the lack of support and high expectations we have as women to bounce back. So let's take back my statement right it's like okay well man or you know whoever it is that did not give birth like i get it like on the outside females (laughs) because we're strong Mm -hmm. we're strong i mean clearly birth babies you birth babies (laughs) and so you know on the outside we might look okay but what's really going on and so let's kind of start you know you said that you didn't realize you know you've learned that you can start getting some therapy i'm assuming while Pregnant. pregnant. Okay. Yes, yes. And so can you kind of just like, what would be an appropriate time period? Like, you know, eight weeks, 12 weeks. <clears throat> I'm saying this wrong. Yeah. I've never had a baby. No. <laughs> so the yeah, trimester. No, yeah. no, speaking in weeks is good too. Yeah, That's yeah. how you, you yeah. know, measure all like along. Like, and yeah. then, so yeah, what would be like, if you just had to, is there a certain candidate for it or do you no. think it's everyone? No, okay. I, I want every, la- I want all the vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> I want the lady parts, and I want them as soon as they know they're pregnant. And oh, wow. let me tell you why. Okay. Because one out of three women have pelvic floor dysfunction. Okay? So that means that their uh, muscles are not working optimally. And so those muscles, you know, Mal was here. She did an amazing job on, you know, discussing, you know, the problems that arise when you have pelvic floor dysfunction, Right. We, we know, we know the PP stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. we know the leaking, um, that's, you know, seems to be what most people think about, mm-hmm. you know, leaking when you talk about public or physical therapy. Um, but the thing that, um, your muscles, right. When they are contracted, they keep urine in, right. They keep toots, <laughs> they keep, um, your bowel in. And when they relax, they let urine out. They let a toot out. Uh-huh. <laughs> they let a bowel out, uh-huh. and they let baby out. Okay. Okay. So, um, so there is a myth that you need your pelvic floor muscles strong to give birth. No, you need your pelvic floor muscles strong during pregnancy to support the baby. Your pelvic floor muscles help support the baby during, and your pelvis and your low back when you're pregnant. They're they're a core. They're the bottom of your core. Hmm. But your muscles need to get the heck out of the way when you're giving birth. 
Okay. And so what I do see is a lot of women that have discoordination in their pelvic floor. So for instance, they're constipated because they don't know how to release and relax their pelvic floor. What do you think is going to happen when they decide that they want to give birth? These are the women that are pushing for hours. They're pushing for hours. And they come to me afterwards crying. And they're like, that was was so traumatic. I thought it was never going to end. It was horrible. And it ended up with a bad tear. And it does not have to be this way. We need to get the women. So there's a really great quote by um, Bishop Desmond Tutu. And he says, and he said that we need to stop pulling people out of the water when they're drowning in the river. We need to go upstream. We need to figure out why they're falling out, falling in the river, and we need to help them then. Like, wh- why are we <laughs> waiting until we have lady part tears <laughs> and trauma to help these women? No, it doesn't have to be that way. Let's figure out if you have a pelvic floor dysfunction. So I always say, you know, just come in for a visit. Let me assess you. You might be doing great, rock star, great pelvic floor wise. Um, and that's wonderful. And we, I can kind of show you a little bit of how to push um, and how to protect your lady parts so you don't have a bad tear. And then we can even go into postpartum how to take care of yourself um, down there um, so that you don't have another injury down there because I do see a lot of women that got back to working out too soon and now they they injured themselves yeah and um and are hurting really bad so um yeah that's, that's just a really little bit about what I do. because <clears throat> I've always wondered why some people do have to push for hours yeah. and hours and hours it went really quickly for me yeah. and now I'm not a hero I had yeah. an epidural so uh-huh. you know but labor went really fast and I found it to be relatively easy. And, you know, I had mentioned that to a friend that was a few weeks away from delivery. And when I went to visit her, she was very angry with me because her delivery was not so easy. And I'm thinking back, like, what it, what did I do differently? What did, you know, why was hers so traumatic? And it is, it can be very traumatic. Mm -hmm. And I honestly... I just gave Hartley a gold star for that one. I was like, that must have been. Sister knew what she Yeah. Like she was ready. She was ready to follow my lead and whatever. Mm -hmm. But maybe I deserve the gold star. Yeah, I do. (laughs) And and that's the thing. For my um, pelvic floor. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, pelvic floor. Yeah. I I feel like we don't. Mom, you're a rock star. Yeah. And I I feel like we don't give our pelvic floor the. I don't know. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Accolades? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, it's there. Nice work. But thank you, Kate. <laughs> I, I am a literature teacher <laughs> we now. We do so. bounce each other. We, we're a good fit. But I just think I, one of the things I liked about what you were saying is I, I would venture to think that this might not be talked about at your OBGYN's office, no. right? And I'm not, again, that's traditional medicine. I've said this before. There's yep. different, but. It's such an education and awareness and so important. And really, if y'all can, I mean, when you think about the birthing experience, which again, as everyone knows, I have not had it, but I would, you know, I'm still a, I'm still a female. And when I hear Mm -hmm. that somebody's had a traumatic experience, Mm -hmm. I mean, it really, it, I mean, I don't want to say PTSD, but I mean, it can be really, really heartbreaking. Yes. It It can be heartbreaking. And women carry this story for. Ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. I've seen women in their 50s and 60s still crying over their 
over their birth. Yeah, the, the memory of it. the memory yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... I'm just trying not to get on my soapbox. Because, uh, I mean, we might... What, how much time? You good. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be out here with them. Um, but, yeah, it's just... It's... it's we need to have a paradigm shift with birth and postpartum recovery. I'm hoping it's coming soon. It should be coming soon. Um, we know that it takes 17 years for the current research to actually get implemented and like us like do it. And ACOC has come out with state, sorry, the American College of Gynecology has come up with a statement several years ago that one, women need one year of continuum postpartum care. Wow. Yeah. And how, did anybody get one year? No. I, I got one visit. I was going to say I you go a few weeks you later. Mean like covered under insurance? Yeah. Okay. Okay. One visit. Sorry. And then they, they go. I mean, it, yeah. And they, yeah. they do. They look at your hubby and they go, good to go. Yeah. It's for birth Y'all, control. And your hubby's like, okay, yeah. let's get to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yay. How excited <laughs> were you? I was like telling my gynecologist, I was like, I need a note to give to my husband. <laughs> it says <laughs> that I need like... Four more weeks. Like, could, could you do that? Yeah. Amy like Schumer laughing. had a joke. And I was that, like, no, I'm like, for real. <laughs> Amy Schumer had a joke that her her doctor said, all right, good to go. And her husband was in the room and Amy was like, you sure, doc? Might want to take a look one more time. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. hint, hint. Not not good. Not good right. to go. Though that is wild, though, yeah. to hear a whole year. Yeah. Because you get that one visit and then it's like, all right, see you at your annual. Yeah. Right, you know. and you could be suffering with postpartum depression leading up to that, up to that point, and after. And then, right? so we that know gets... that that can happen much yeah. later than after six weeks. We just think the postpartum depression. Oh well, they'll they'll catch it at mm-hmm. six weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who it then it gets rolled over to is your pediatrician. That's right. I don't, if you have a wonderful pediatrician yeah. like mine, shout out to Dr. Liz Elizabeth Sider. She was asking me questions at Hartley's awesome. checkups. How are you Yay. doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. But I'm like, oh, isn't that God. wild that it got rolled over to her yeah, because she knows so she's she's a mom too, a veteran yeah. mother. Yes. that nobody else is checking on that. Right. You right. Know? You know, Anna Cog again sent out another statement a couple years ago that any woman with a grade three or four tear, um, lady part tear, um, automatic referral to pelvic floor physical therapy. Oh, that's oh, so yeah. awesome! They put the same, but it's awesome. But it's not. We're so but it's excited. not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> when that statement came up, oh, we were going wow. We were like lit like little Christmas trees. We're like, woo! We're just like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is happening. We're saving all the women. You know, and no, that's not, Still it's not, not happening. happening. It's word of mouth, you know, kind of like, hey, there's somebody out there that can help you with yeah, yeah. With that. And yeah. I still think this goes back to some of the conversations that we've had just about advocating for your own mm-hmm. health yeah. in general. I mean, this to me is kind of under that umbrella, whether mm-hmm. it's a mammogram that you don't understand the yeah. results or something else, you know, and really empowering women mm-hmm. to advocate. And just because the doctor says you're good, if you don't feel good and something in your yeah. gut is telling you something's wrong something. or like Lauren, I mean, I feel like there's, okay, yeah, you're probably supposed to have some pain, mm-hmm. but I do think there's a certain point where you're like you're like okay this pain is not yeah, normal right. you know that is not normal mm-hmm. pain so um i love this because i think that i love educating women about yes. advocating for themselves yeah, me too and like you know we mentioned a little bit about not having the village right right so before we had this 
our, our little village, our tribe, right? Yeah. And we felt safe in that tribe and saying like, hey, you know, help me or can you help me or is this is this how it's supposed to go? We don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have that anymore. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of my passion too is is trying to be almost like primary care for these women because I know that the gynecologists may not mention to them about like how to take care of your C-section scar, how to take care of the tear down there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that you're uh, not going to necessarily, I mean, like, yes, you could probably do some exercises and to prevent mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But it still might happen. Yeah, and so still what might can happen. you do afterwards? You still know, might so. happen. Yeah. And so, you know, that's why I like to like I have a concierge PT practice where um, I'm fortunate to be able to get in my car and go see women in their homes postpartum. They don't have to get their baby out and, oh, that's and, and bring that's the, the baby to the clinic. And then we have telehealth calls like at two weeks postpartum to say, Hey, how's it going? Is there do you have any questions about you know, how to take care of your C-section. I know, you know, we might have talked about that right before, but it's overwhelming right now. Is there anything we can do? Are you in any pain? Um, just, you know, whatever comes up so that we can we can help these women before it's too late and they're really suffering and they don't know what to do or where yeah. to go. So Yeah, that's and that's awesome, going to their yeah. house. Yes. That is amazing. Because I, I, I feel like I've heard, you know, or at least what I've seen on Instagram, and it's been a while since my, any of my friends have had babies. But just like that first outing out of the house, like with the it's newborn, stressful. I mean, it sounds stressful. I would yeah. not be a good candidate for that. I'd be, yeah. I'd probably never leave my house. I'd be like, "You're not go- getting in my car ever." Kid. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what else to do. You know, but I think that that's fabulous. Uh-huh. That is such a like, but that's such a support too. That, I mean, yes, you're providing yeah. a service, and you know, yes, you're a medical professional, but they're probably sometimes. You might not even talk about like physical stuff. They might That's just right. want, they're like, oh my God, she's calling me. Like, I would feel better yeah. if you called me, you know, yeah. like somebody is checking on me and not yes. expecting me yeah. to like go back to work yeah. in four weeks or yeah. something, you know, yeah. like that. Usually so. the moms, when I call, they're like, oh, I'm so glad that we scheduled this appointment to call, you know, for this telehealth call yeah. because I'm having this. Is this normal? Yes. Mm-hmm. I bet you, what would you say? Know. Do you think every time you get on a telehealth call, somebody asks you something and they yeah. go, is this normal? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is this normal? And then, yeah, that's probably, yeah, the number one, the one number one question. It's always like, is this normal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People and people don't talk to mothers a lot about mm-hmm. what to expect after you have the baby. Right. And um, one of my sweet fellow assistant coaches for St. Joseph's Cross Country, she's pregnant and she made the offhand comment recently of like, oh, well, I'm just looking forward to having my body back after I have the baby. And I was like, there's a conversation that you and I need to have. I'm like, when you're ready for it, let me know. But it's going to need to be before the baby is born because I don't want you to be caught off guard by the fact that that statement (laughs) doesn't hold up. There's a lot of things that People just don't tell you about, they don't warn you, you know, mm-hmm. or just give you a heads up. And so you, it leads to questions of, yeah, is, is this, this normal? normal? You know, this way? Yeah. This, yeah, yeah, for and sure. And I wonder why, like, I feel like why do, do those conversations, why are those That's conversations? A, I know, that is a good because question. I don't know. I think even, uh, like, I mean, I was like, why didn't anybody tell me mm-hmm. about this, you know? And here I am, I'm like, Okay. Should I tell them? You know, it's like we don't want to provoke fear mm-hmm. and anxiety. 
um, so there's a fine line, you know, yeah, between right. educating, telling them, but then also maybe you don't want to scare anybody. Yeah, scare and, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I think we we do need to be real. We just need to watch our language mm-hmm. about it, and that's probably you know. Yeah, I, I get. I guess I kind of feel. Yeah, you're right. There's. I feel like there's a balance, right? Yeah. Like, how do you educate someone to where they're not super fearful? But I would say um, that I, 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 and this is just across any sort of medical procedure, anything, or if you're taking medicine that mm-hmm. might have side effects. If people have no idea, like, so let's say somebody has just a surgery on whatever. Let's say I have like ankle surgery. And no one has really told me, like, hey, you are going to be, like, not able to walk. When I say not able to walk, like, not able to walk mm-hmm. for 12 weeks. Or that, to me, is a different statement mm-hmm. than it's a 12-week recovery. I don't know what a 12-week recovery means. So, in my yeah. brain, I'm going to be yes, like, I'm yes, going to yes. bounce back. And then all I'm going to do is get frustrated. Yes. So, I would almost rather know, not worst-case scenario, but the reality mm-hmm. yeah. And let's say you end up walking in nine weeks. That just yeah. to me is a better scenario. Absolutely. So like, again, I just think that, you know, I get it. We, you don't want to like scare somebody to where like they're, you know, having anxiety before mm-hmm. they're going into labor. But yeah. just, it's almost like setting expectations. Right. You know, like, you're going to be fine. Right. This might be bumpy. Yeah. I'm here for you. You right. know, I, I think that it's, uh, yeah. and like doing all of the treatments before giving birth. I mean, yeah. That right there in and of itself has got to be rewarding for you when you talk to somebody and they're like, it was, it was okay. You know, I have women that show me them pushing. Like they, my (laughs) patients send me videos of them pushing and they're like, thank you so much. It was so much better than last time. I didn't tear. I I didn't have to push very long at all. I, you know, this was such a better birth experience. Um, And that just like. I can't even explain it. I like get well, it's life changing. Yeah, it's like healing for me because, like I said, I yeah. had a really traumatic first delivery and um, had a very rewarding, awesome delivery for my second. And um, and it's like when they tell me that, I'm just like, oh, I know, sister. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the, isn't this great? You know. Um, and yeah, when you when you feel good postpartum, you know that just you know, oozes into, you know, you just, it's just better, like, transition into motherhood. Yeah. Or taking care of a baby, because you don't hurt so much. Right, and there. it's maybe and a little less overwhelming, because you don't have this pain that you're dealing right, with, you know? Right. And, like, as someone who does not have a child, I'm sure <laughs> a lot of it is, like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until, yeah. like, you're in that, you're having this less than ideal mm-hmm. experience, and you're like, wow, I could have done all this stuff to prep that mm-hmm. I just didn't know about. So it's not, I mean, to me, just to like sum it up, it's a proactive approach as yeah. opposed to a reactive rep- approach. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think that being proactive with a lot of things can mm-hmm. really save a lot of time, stress, pain on the back end. Um, mm-hmm. So to sum that up, though, just to like reiterate to our mm-hmm. listeners is... Lauren said, the second you know you're pregnant, you need to go see Call me sister. Call her. (laughs) So there's not a, you know, a certain time that uh, you need to go. And then I'm assuming during pregnancy, it kind of, after you do that initial consult, Mm -hmm. uh, the frequency of those visits might just kind of depend on the patient. Yeah, it just depends. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, girl, your pelvic floor, you good. You pushing, you showing me you're doing real efficient pushing. I showed you 
you know, how to take care of your lady parts before you go into delivery. Um, but, you know, if, if you're having any low back pain or hip pain, I can help you with that. 95% of women with low back pain have pelvic floor dysfunction, right? So, um, so yeah, so that's always a big question. And, and too, like, look, I'm here for you at any time during your pregnancy. If you start to get low back pain or hip pain or you start to, you know, leak or have any other pelvic issues, like. I'm here for you. That's wonderful. That's awesome. In the first year postpartum, it's the same thing. I'm here for you. Um, You know, for the first year, you just call me. I'm I'm here for you. I sure am glad there's people like you and Mallory Giglio. I know. Out there changing lives. Like literally changing lives. Mm Um, what questions do you have, Kate? I have to look at Kate because I'll forget. That I know she has I've always questions. got, and then I'll roll into like kind of the other stuff on the questionnaire. So go something ahead. on my sleeve. So okay. I just want to talk about the business end of yeah. Lauren Luke Physical Therapy. Of you know where the seed of you know beginning this business began, your journey, and then also I mean I've been watching this since we've been friends. So I want you to talk about like the growth, especially yeah. recently. Yeah. You know, and then future goals for Lauren Luke Physical Therapy. Yeah. Great so. Question. Um, totally not on my radar ever to be a business owner, which, you know, a lot of my friends are like, what? Everybody in your family is a business owner. How, like, <laughs> like entrepreneur, you know, ship it's wasn't ever, it, like, yeah. And I'm like, I guess it is in my blood. Um, but yeah, I was very happy working like in a hospital setting, helping women. And then COVID happened and, um, there was a lot of I had to a step back. Was there bureaucracy? There was a little <laughs> bit of red tape with some stuff. Okay. Okay. Vague enough, but still yeah. makes the point. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm also a yoga instructor. So there was a lot of um, oh, programs. So zen, Lauren. I can uh-huh. feel that from Oh, wait. Look, I have her logo pulled up. You okay. want to talk about zen? Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. I love, yeah, the lotus flower. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of programs that I wanted to do to help women. And there was a lot of red tape. And so when COVID happened... Um, and I was not able to work, um, for a couple weeks. I just kind of took a step back. I was actually really sad because I, in my head I was thinking, all oh, these women I need to call that, that you know, that, you were treating yeah. before, that I was yeah. treating and like, I can't get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was really hard for me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the organization that I was working with was like, no, 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 don't worry about them. We, you know, we got to work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. about this other stuff anyway um so i took a step back and i was like man there's all these ideas all these things i want to do to help women and i i'm not going to be able to do it if i'm here and so i'm i had to put my big girl panties on and i'm gonna just start a business during covid why not why not <laughs> why not go bigger go bigger yeah. let's go bigger <laughs> Um, and so I'm so glad I did, but yeah, so, um, yeah, recently I added, um, two other therapists, um, to my team. I have Dr. Casey Carr, who is amazing. She's super awesome. Um, she's public health physical therapist. And then I added, um, Megan Lawley and she is a polyvagal therapist, which we probably shouldn't go down this rabbit hole, but basically she helps People with chronic pain um, calm their nervous systems down because then it can manifest 
in the tissues. And so she's awesome and cool. Um, So, yeah, I've had a little bit of growth. And, um, yeah. That's like a lot of growth. I'm just going to take a step back here. This is such a thing that females do. I had a little bit of growth. No, you're killing it. You're uh, killing if it. If Lauren was a dude, I'm just going to put it out there. They yeah. were like, I we grew by in yes. size. <laughs> a little bit of growth. You're killing it, and oh, you're helping sweet. people. That's incredible. And you're genuine, oh, and you're you. authentic. And don't ever sell yourself oh, short on that, you. Lauren. Because, sweet. I mean, I, I I love entrepreneurs. Yeah. I say yes. I feel like yeah. I go do yes. something with that. Okay. Right. Okay, what else you got? Because I love that. I'm, I'm still watching time. I'm no, like, that's awesome. I wish awesome. we weren't on a time limit. Well, I mean, you know, you've seen so much growth, and that's incredible. Do you have any goals for the future? For Lauren Luke Physical Therapy? I really do, but I don't want to. Don't want to reveal? Okay. okay. That, Say to get, you know. Oh, look at her. Up, I, can no I can tell you that, yes, there is definitely some goals. And I do see even more growth. Um, and... Yeah, I guess I can just kind of leave it there. That, oh, oh yeah, ooh, I love that. That's a little bit of mystery. I know. I love so, it, too. Some things are coming up, but I yeah. can't So that right there, but like that to me, like that mindset, that mm-hmm. frame of thinking and being no. visionary, mm-hmm. that is entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. right yeah. there. Yeah. Women entrepreneurs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I'm all about yeah. that. And actually, we got a, we got a message on our uh, Instagram a DM in uh, Louisiana Lady's Instagram that they had listened to the podcast last week. And she was like, I am just so like, I, it got me, it got me excited about supporting other women. And oh I'm like, gosh. that's what we're trying to do. I love that. Look, and, we're getting our tribe back. The tribe's yes, coming back. Yes, the tribe, baby. We're you coming. Know, <laughs> I know. Come that one. I was like, I've got a DM to my DMs, my kit. Kate B. Cook DM. Oh, that's right, because Kate yes. has a personal DM. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> um, but same thing. I have to shout out Patricia Talbot, who is a friend through SJA, and she's, you know, a friend to Emily Klein as well. And she sent me a very similar DM saying, I love this message of women supporting women. And she, like, put her, you know, she can walk the walk, too, like, wants to support the podcast in whatever way that she can. And I just love that. Oh, this is this It's is just like... You know, every guest that we meet, though, especially somebody that says, like, I didn't really think about I was an entrepreneur, but then something happened like that right there. Like that just makes me super jazzed for that person. And then, oh, I have some other things in the works. So, Lauren, you're you're fabulous. I'm very, very excited. Definitely going to stay tuned to see. Follow on Instagram, everyone. Yes. My handle is the public peacemaker. Yeah. Let's go. Before we Uh before we get all excited. Okay, say that again. (laughs) Yes, yeah, so my handle on Instagram is the pelvic peacemaker. Okay, love it. And then, yeah. do you have a website? I do. Okay, it's laurenlukept.com. Okay, that's probably the be- those are probably the yeah. best two places mm-hmm. for people to get in touch with you. Yes, awesome. go to the Instagram free... for the reels. Yeah. The reels are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um, I do have a reels. free resource mm-hmm. for women on Facebook. Okay, and it's women's pelvic spine and core support. So I also post a lot of information for women. Um, on that Facebook group, um, but the reels are always really fun on Instagram. <laughs> so, and, so if they go yeah. to your website, is there a way that somebody can schedule a consult through the website? Or yeah, is, okay, yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, yep. 
Just check, check, just thinking of logistics. Yeah, you know? checking all the boxes. Yeah. Trying to be yeah. a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know you're killing like it. Right, I love it. So you are. You're all right, Kate, you got any other okay. questions? Okay, because those were like some really solid questions. I'm I'm really working on you're, my hosting skills. You're way better at the questions than I am. I've been. I actually listened to a podcast about hosting. Oh, um, to, yeah, to get awesome. some tips on what makes a good host. Before you know, and, it'll just be Louisiana lady, and Melissa will know. <laughs> Welcome to Louisiana lady. Ladies, this was founded by Melissa Torito. <laughs> we you fired know? her. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's been a change. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't have any more questions about the business. Just a question about, like, Lauren and Jenna. I love it. Go. Know? Ask her. Okay. So, I just want to read what you wrote, uh, pe- what people don't know about you. And I have to know more. Oh, I was going to get to that. Oh, my gosh. I love it. You say, I'm really an empathetic yeah. and an introvert. Mm-hmm. And I need a lot of downtime to unwind and fill my cup. I'm sure. the most... Low maintenance, high maintenance person you'll ever meet, according to my husband. LOL. <laughs> so I need to hear more about this because I would have never called you high maintenance. Yeah, you know. No, no I, I see right. So I guess I'm low maintenance as far as like I'm not like a super girly girl. Like I don't spend a lot of time on my hair, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I, um, you know, I. This is actually what I wear to work. And I think my, my husband one day was like, but like you, you change or you wear that to work. <laughs> <laughs> I wear yoga tired to work. This yeah. is a, you know, it's just easier to work with women mm-hmm. and I want them to feel comfortable yeah. around yeah. me. Um, anyway, and I was so sick of scrubs. I just, I, I did that for 10 years. But anyway, um, but I feel like I'm pretty super low maintenance, not a big girly girl, but I'm very particular about like the sleep the sheets that I sleep in um and like self-care and stuff like that if that makes sense so totally following that train mm -hmm. of thought okay no that makes any sense what was funny was we went to a restaurant today for lunch and the guy was like do you want to sit in the front or do you want to sit in the back and I was like I'm pretty low maintenance so wherever and then I'm like am I (laughs) (laughs) about this specific topic but I am I'm particular about certain things I think that's a great way to put it I love I know that 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 that's what I was gonna because I was my husband like I'm super low maintenance and he's always you're super low maintenance and I was like well I'm thinking of terms of okay so like what's what's a product or an item you can't live without you got to make a you got to shout out some kind of recommendation here for something that you are specific about Oh, now that you're putting me on the, on the <laughs> spot. Um, okay, so this is a low maintenance thing, but the Trader Joe lavender soap, it's amazing. Okay. And it okay. has lavender petals in it. Oh, yeah, that is always, every time I'm going to Trader Joe's. Like, so is that um, hand soap or body soap? Body soap. Oh. So it has this little exfoliating. All of their niceness. like beauty yeah. stuff is so yeah. good. good. I got their dry yes. shampoo this week and y'all. Yeah, it's okay. so it's good. Shout yeah. out to Trader Joe's. Okay, yes. I love Trader Joe's. Okay. Yeah. That, was, and, that was a yeah. great recommendation, Lauren. Yes. Now I'm always getting a massage every month. I always think that's very important. I act I, I do the same. Yeah. I do the same. Okay, so yeah. I wanna end on the um advice to give to listeners. Her comment about this. Okay. Like this. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> No, I just am like, because I contact is important in friendships. Oh, I don't okay. know. Yes. <laughs> we're all friends now because we're all yeah. pumpkin spice. We are. Uh-huh. We are pumpkin this spice is the people. pumpkin spice friendship. So 
you can do anything, but it doesn't mean you have to do everything. You have to find your village, be patient with your healing postpartum, and use your support team so you won't feel depleted each and every day. Mic drop. That's a I thought great, it was so good when I read that it. That was great advice. Yes. And that I'm reading verbatim what Lauren put. Okay. Yes. So I did not take <laughs> yes. I'm not taking yeah. credit for that. And I just think yeah. that's just so powerful. I feel like people need to like print that and put that somewhere, like on their computer. Yes. And I think that on the mirror. And mm-hmm. and you know in the morning. And again, yeah. I just, I still just think that not only does the world have expectations of us, but we have high expectations yep. of ourselves. We're the worst. Which which causes mm-hmm. frustration, right? And like I think this mm-hmm. you need to be patient with your healing postpartum kind of the same thing of give yourself some grace you know like Monday Mm -hmm. I was like in a bad mood I was like okay I'm gonna be grateful and I was like you know I'm just gonna give myself some grace that it it is a Monday yeah and it's okay it's okay to feel that way too it's very valid be gentle on yourself Missy yes (laughs) we all need to be gentle so anyway so again that was oh yes well we have one last announcement is that on the day that this is coming out, our birthday party is this week on Thursday. We're celebrating two years. So if anyone still wants to purchase a ticket, they're for sale on the, or in the link in our Instagram bio at BRQ on Thursday. Yes. Thursday, yeah. October 13th, just in case people are listening oh, yeah. to this. If, you, after if you're that. listening to this and I like mean, if you're listening to yeah, after the fact, then you need to like catch up. Yeah. Okay? Stay with so, us. Yeah. We're really excited about that. Uh, the team has worked very hard on this event. Um, we got a lot of fun things going on and I, Totally bought an outfit, and I won't say from where just yet. We will Ooh, announce that outfit reveal. Yeah. Uh, but Lauren, thank you so much for coming today. I'm just so happy that you had me. Love, love what you're doing. Thank you. Keep doing it. Can't yeah. wait to see what else you do. And uh, yeah, reach out to her and check out the website if you want to consult. I'm assuming you know even past postpartum people can reach out to you. She's very friendly. Oh. I walked up. She was like, "Hey, Missy." I was like, "Hey." Postpartum. Yeah. Once you've been postpartum, always you're always postpartum. I see women that are 50s, 60s. Love it. Love it. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you. Thanks, listeners. We hope that you have a great week. And if you are listening to us the week of our event, we would love to see you there. Happy birthday, Louisiana lady! Happy birthday! Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.